Cyber, the Infinite Serial, Chapter 3, Omega-9, The Year 2025. Alfred Dragon was a voice. His voice was hated and loved, his face never seen. All media now under the direction and directives of the Order, only the view from the puppeteers behind their barbed wire fences and armed order security. Network streaming, the net itself, Hollywood, the massive media centers of New York now filling the minds with their truth. But God is dead. Obedience to the order is the only patriotism. Resistance, futile. The order hadn't yet managed to silence the chatter in the shortwave. Ham radio, some independent operators had even set up their own transmitters. Low power, low coverage, but it allowed a few remaining enemies of the order to speak their truth as well. The militia types still deep in the woods. Their technical people, brilliant. They'd set up private sub-frequencies that were nearly impossible for the order to crack. Too many of them. But to the resistance, they were teeming with intelligence, strategies, private messages between the rebels, and, in too many cases, consolations. These were the survivors, the survivalists, special ops vets from every service, armed and dangerous. They were ex-cops, martial arts types, simple, passive scholars, lovers of freedom, lovers of God. They were husbands, wives, children, choosing freedom or death. Their war was against principalities and powers and rulers of this present darkness, but also against flesh and blood, if necessary. Automatic weapons, semi-automatics, grenades, surplus military stocks of ammunition, spare parts for every weapon in their extraordinary arsenals. David Cyber guided the all-electric Infinity Company car as it crept over the dirt-dark path, grass and dandelions between the tracks. It was a surprisingly short trip from the Clipped Eagle to the camp of Omega-9, the uncommon ground, their last stand. There were little-known paths such as these throughout the networks of caves and lush, bountiful trees, and all blanketed with the ubiquitous soft and swirling smoke of the Great Smokies. It was the perfect place to hide, and from which the spring cyber could see four of them. They appeared two in front, two to the rear. The two in the front had red lasers X'd on his forehead. Down the barrels were 560 cumulative pounds of black-and-white muscle— Above the camo and the boots and gloved hands, T-shirts and dark glasses looked straight through Cyber. He let the Infinity coast to a stop, hands above his head. The black behemoth with the AR approached the Infinity slowly, stealth of a cat. Cyber could make out the message on the black T-shirt. The Second Amendment is Homeland Security. The man was at his door. He gestured for Cyber to lower the window. Cyber slowly lowered his left hand and pressed the slide. Hey, you among friends here, man. He waved the others to lower their arm. Hey, I'm Arvin. We knew you were coming, but everybody gets reception. Smile was real, but still wary. Trust but verified, said Cyber. Arvin leaned into the window, eyes scouring the interior of the car. You were expecting me. I'm among friends. I respect your dominion. Permission to come aboard, sir. There was a pause and slight sweeping bow to the infinity from Arvin as he stepped aside. The Infinity slipped by the Centurions and hummed on toward what Elgin had described as, you'll know when you get there. 
five miles back from when you get there. The four guardians of the gate, one black, one white, one woman, one Hispanic, showing great diversity and affection, hugged, danced, and laughed like angels. Ain't no doubt why that dude cyber is selected for this gig, man. Ain't no doubt, brothers and sisters. Ain't no doubt. Praise Jesus. Cyber, I'm at 7 Media Intelligence. Brought to you by Spider Investigations. Spider-Eye. S-P-Y-D-E-R-P-I dot com.